0: The Hawkeye Huddle here, seventeen hundred KBGG.
1: Good e- Jr. Good evening and salutations. Uh, greetings and salutations. Greetings and, and salutations, salutations to from sunny Vietnam at sixty four degrees. Oh, you're
0: degrees. no, you, you got do the, uh, you can do
1: the, helico- the helicopter, <laughs> report. Uh, anyway, where you get? Well, that was anyway. the guy that was on before Robin Williams. Oh, uh, or Robert Wool. I don't know. Play, yeah, yeah. greetings mm-hmm. and salutations.
0: Salutation. So yeah, that was that was right. That was the was, Yeah, it was the guy. Yeah.
1: Instead, we just have you
0: and me. Yeah. Good have, afternoon, uh, Hawkeye fans. Dave Crane Jr. over there. Trent Connan to my left. Dave Crane Jr. to my right. I'm in the middle. We'll see how Stand this works.
2: In. No, are you, are you doing games tonight? I do. I, I have another game tonight, and a good one. Top 10 matchup, number 3, Des Moines North against 7th-ranked Johnston. Gotcha. Ooh, where's that at? Urbandale? Ankeny. Putting us up in ink this evening. Neutral site for the sub-state finals, which I like. Well, sure. I like that, too, but sure. why, why
1: not like go to Roseau?
2: Not very big. Ah. They into that problem last year when Newton came to town, and uh, I think they upset... Dowling it was.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Uh, I was talking to uh, their athletic director over there, uh, Mr. Gordon, and he told me they had to close the doors at about 6.05 or 7 o'clock game. The it's Newton fans. Too many. Too, not crazy. enough room. Right. Not enough room. at right. Roosevelt, So they stayed away from that this year. All right. So neither the Ankeny gyms, which also Centennial hosts the uh, Hoover Valley game. They're not real big. Have you been in the new gyms up there?
1: I uh, <laughs> the, I can tell you that I have not. I did play in the old Ankeny okay. gym back in back in March. Back in the day. Get I know, the, I know that gym. I
0: know that. Uh, I have been in the centennial gym. They're not, it's not huge. very big. I was surprised. No. I thought yeah, it's not be. I mean it's not tiny, but it's right. not it's not huge. Considering not build you know.
2: cold iron field house.
1: No. <laughs> Coach cold Iron, who I see on a daily basis. You do. Charlie's filling station. Uh-huh. About oh, four thirty. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah, see. Yeah, that's him.
0: right. There's <laughs> that's right. It's true.
1: Yep. He's
0: he does as we do frequent. He
3: trials. might have,
0: he might have one.
1: That'd be about it. Yeah. Then he goes home. Sip on it. Just thing. Yeah. Well, he sits with his boys. I like it. Hey. May we all have boys when we're in the in our eighties and we have a field house named after us because of our contributions to one high school. May that be you can have the Trent Condon weight room in Osage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wouldn't be much of it. All I went and I got donuts for everybody. They, That's all I, well, That's all I accomplished <laughs> in the weight room at high school. <laughs> well, anyway, let's talk a little bit of uh, Iowa. Can you, yes. uh, can, you can you
0: tell the Hawkeyes are 13 and 18? Yes. Can you tell how'd they yes.
4: win four?
0: Well, they did get they did get one this week, 77-70 on Senior Night Sunday against Northwestern. Lost, of course, 86-82 up in Minneapolis. In uh, what
1: A game that was far more close on the scoreboard y- than yeah, it actually well, was. Thanks to Isaiah Moss with 19 points in the last minute, 36. You they tried came to from, explain that to me, and I still don't know if I understand because I I'd given up. Hand in the air. You were off on the Winter Olympics. I, I know you were. Is that what I was? Is that yeah, what I was watching? Were, yes, because you were curling, tweeting about. Uh, I,
0: skiing, uh, no, I think you were on snowboarding or maybe. Skiing, uh, I don't you know. know. I half had, pipe. I had it had was half pipe. You
1: were watching the half pipe. You're talking and about. It's l- safe to say that I do not have half a no, pipe, no, so it wasn't yes, any of that yes. business.
0: So, uh, but anyway, no. At that point in time. You know, Iowa had gotten to within five a couple of times in the second half and then Tyler Cook missed a free throw, I think Moss missed a free throw and it got widened back out to like 12 with you know, 12 or 13 points, a minute and a half to go. And suddenly Isaiah Moss is just throwing balls up Did from you everywhere. Vinny Johnson. He went uh, Justin Johnson, if you remember the 17-point barrage against Indiana a few years back by him. I was thinking Vinnie Johnson, the
1: microwave oh, from the Detroit the Pistons. I got you.
0: Okay, but um uh, no, in fact it, it came down to there was actually a point there with the, where he hit a three he hit a three with three and a half seconds to go where suddenly Minnesota had to inbound the basketball and there was about it was it was close to a five second call. It was close.
1: My recollection from Friday, which is a little fuzzy, Trent, due to uh, <laughs> a certain extended evening, uh-huh. if you understand what I'm saying. I don't. is that which uh, did begin at Charlie's, yes. Go ahead. once yes. again where yes. we saw a coach yes. and said, Hey right. uh, was that um according to Ridge the 5 seconds was clearly about 7 and he didn't understand cuz <laughs> he was raising his hand in his living room going that's 5 that's 5 that's 5 yeah. and, it, it, and and I looked at him and I went was it 5 and he goes eh, it was, yeah, close. It was <laughs> close it was it was it was close
0: it was close it was enough that you for a second kind of held your breath and thought and then Minnesota inbounded the ball and actually threw it I, I one of the Iowa players had a real chance of getting it in, you know. So were they, they only they down were, they two? Were, they, were,
1: they were only down two. They had gotten it to so 84 I, 82. Isaiah Moss actually caught the ball and mm-hmm. shot it from wherever he was. It, it had was not go going in. in.
0: Well, in, and I believe at that point in time, they were something like 9 for 20 from the free throw line. They had a bad night on the free throw line up in Minneapolis. And aside from missing, I don't know what, six layups in the first half? At so least. when you're a really bad defensive basketball team, and you are missing say, all when of we your struggle shots. Struggle on the
1: defensive end. I
0: am yeah. uh, now. Let, let's let's turn positive a little bit. It was nice watching Sunday night. They moved the ball ball really well. They played better defensive times because you know although Northwestern had another guy go off for oh eight three pointers that that I think that's in every game every home game there has been somebody who has just gone off against the Hawks. if for i'm not a mistaken there's
1: 23 teams in the big 10 right and 22 of them have set a record while playing iowa for a a team high in three point shots well, in he, one game you wanted to be impressed with jordan which mohan and hitting which is for a big 10 with seven, 23 teams
0: right well here you go Jordan Bohannon hits seven three pointers in the game, and you want to be impressed. Except for the kid for Northwestern hit eight, and the kid for Indiana had nine, and the kid for Purdue had nine, and that kid for uh, Penn State had had seven of them. And I mean, go clear back to the beginning of the, of the Big Ten season. There's always been somebody that's been doing that to him. And again, so clearly, we're I'm not, I'm not I'd, that far I'd identifying the shooter is uh, is one of the issues. Now,
1: Bohannon yeah, well, does here's become the upside though on Sunday is that at least. When they were giving up those threes, the Hawks were up by 18 or 20 or right. 22 points to before Northwestern started to run. And frankly, I think the closest, the guy was almost at the end. It was. It was. Uh, the final score. I think seven was the closest that it ever got. It was down six, to eight a couple times. six but. once. But nevertheless, um, Jordan Bohannon, he played great. Um, you could tell he was getting tired at the end because all of a sudden his shot got flat. And they had
0: yanked him up in Minneapolis. He didn't play. I mean, he would had a bad game. But on top of that, you know, there's a lot of uh, Twitter uh, tweeting back and forth between me and a number of people about why is he why is he not playing How would at they
1: all? Twitter tweeted you.
0: They would Twitter tweet at me because I had commented,
1: and they were tweeting back saying, dude, don't do that. How many layups can a guy offer to a dude, Trent? What is your Twitter handle? At oh, Ad Hawkeye how Huddle 2, and I'm at Hawkeye Huddle 1. Oh, can they do one. that? Oh. oh. So, you know, for those of us who are new listeners, yeah. Yeah. driving around or checking out the podcast later this week, Craig Jr. is at Hawkeye Huddle. I'm to your left, and I can't go left, remember? at Hawkeye I'm Huddle I'm 2, sitting, and TC over there at... Yeah, Trent Condon, yeah, Trent Condon, hard hard to believe. <laughs> um, anyway, so Hannon
0: does become though the first player in NCAA history, as far as we know. I thought it was
1: just the Big Ten.
0: No, I think it's the first time ever. Like, does, go uh, on. Eighty, eighty, eighty three pointers and 150 assists uh, in their first two years of uh basketball. Over collegiate the last, last 20 years. Over the last, was. well, I yeah. thought I saw uh, 25, but okay. then. Yeah. But I don't think anybody was keeping those stats before that because nobody was. There weren't three pointers. There weren't three pointers. Until
2: '85 was the first
0: right, year. so it's
1: pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Get off my lawn. <laughs>
2: Thirty-three hey, years ago, it's it's <laughs> been a
1: it's been a pretty uh, it was a, it's a and, been a, and actually, even then, the three pointer wasn't uh, uniform.
2: Wasn't until the following season, right? right. right. I
1: think that's right because if you remember that, that early ACC. days, the ACC, the three pointer oh, went yeah. through <laughs> the free throw. Sam Perkins would stand at the top of the key, but inside it, big and, smooth, and knocking down yeah. threes. Yeah. With MJ on the wing. Yes. They were pretty good. They had Jordan, <laughs> Worthy, and Perkins think as about, the three go-to guys.
0: Think about Ken that Smith? as your three-point shot. Matt Doherty. Your three-point shot was 17 feet. It was like 17.8 yeah.
1: in ACC. It was, time. It was short. 19.4, top of the key, right? 19.9. 19.9. Mm-hmm.
0: Now it's what? 20? Tw- uh, 20. 24. 20, 20, more foot. Tw- 20 feet. Four Nine inches. inches. Four inches. Yeah. Eight inches.
1: It's another six it's, eight inches, whatever yeah. the old lady
0: thinks that's what it is. Six eight, what eight she, inches, that's the what less, less, Yeah. <laughs> on the uh, on the beach out here. Anyway, good for Bohannon to. to ha- there are some statistical highlights for that, and that's a good thing. It was nice to watch the Hawks win a game. They've got uh, the opening of the Big Ten tournament tomorrow. Uh, a
1: little before less than twenty four
2: hours, four thirty
0: p.m. Bef-
1: before we go there,
2: twenty feet nine inches officially.
1: Thank you. Okay. We have we need to talk about the move that Jordan Bohannon did. Well, oh yeah. So he ties Chris Street's record at 34 free throws in a row, right? Yep. And he's got this one to break the record. And I had actually heard Mike Street say that he hoped that he would get to 40 and then to, miss to
0: land on 40 and, as and, as Chris then, Street's number, right? Yes.
1: As as forever 40. And he clearly he he throws it. He he yeah. misses this on purpose, out of respect for Chris Street. Points I don't to like the sky, much. taps li- li- his chest, right. Like points the-, the air or points the sky. I don't like much on ESPN anymore, but I do love Scott Van Pelt. I think he's got the best show on ESPN outside of their live sports broadcast that they do. And when SVP gives it the, had I had a show tonight, this was going to be the best thing I saw on TV today. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. And you know, tip of the cap to Jordan Bohannon for e- even thinking about it. I mean. I'm in that spot. I'm probably going to try and go to 40. And and it was a selfless act. And anybody who doesn't think that Jordan Bohannon is a hawk and a hawk for life, they need to yeah. re- rethink wait, where, they're, where yeah. they're thinking. What's that line in uh, The Sandlot? It was had about smalls like the reason you were thinking wrong is because you were thinking (laughs) or something like that anyway. (laughs) But it was a great act and a great symbol, you know, obviously to Chris Street and and to honor him. And, you know, the people been on Jordan, they've been on him because he's not he's not the quintessential point guard. He's not this. He's not that. But as you said, two years in a row, over eighty threes, over one hundred fifty assists. He's been playing. I, what's the average in thirty-five minutes a game? Play, yeah, playing on a it, foot and a half, right? And and all he's trying to do is win. And then he goes and does that in a game. And I heard one guy bitch, "You don't miss free throw in a close game." It,
0: it, it's it, like, it was, oh
1: my God, we are three and thirteen, yeah, and
0: you're worried about that? It was an interesting. Uh, it was as close as, as Northwestern had been, and he missed it, but. I don't think anybody cared. I well, don't think karma, anybody cared. Well, karma
1: came right back around because we tipped it, stole the right. ball, and then, and yeah, got it back. So I, I, it, it was so street. Street was with us. It if was you will, some interesting in karma.
0: Well, and I'll I'll tell you. So they the Big Ten Network missed it. You know they didn't understand. Oh, he missed. Oh no, uh, crazy boy. You know if, if he really missed, that was a really bad shot because he came up clearly, came up short. But NBC Nightly News even had it last yeah, night. Hold. It was all. You know, I mean, it, it's all over. And then one thing I'll say about this is. What, what a nice thing. Uh, we want to win. We're, we do this show every week because we want to talk about winning. But let's face it. The University of Iowa this year has had has been in the spotlight because Iowa fans and Iowa kids uh, have been in the spotlight for two of the greatest feel-good stories of collegiate sports with the, the way, the How many times was that on ESPN and around? And here we go again with um, an Iowa kid. From just up the road, Limer High School, by the way, go your Lions. Good. Uh, and uh, but but a kid, an Iowa kid, who just gets it right now. Admittedly, if Iowa was nineteen to nine and battling to get into the NCAA tournament, then maybe your maybe your thought is you go to forty, right? But
1: if that but, if that free throw was to win the game, he's going to make
0: it, right? But but this In was situation this really he re- good. He
1: recognized where they were. He 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 understood the risk was minimal. And he did the right thing, and good for Jordan Bohannon. Class move.
0: Class move. Um, anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Believe it or not, we're going to have a guest. Yes, Jan Jensen, my friend Jan Jensen. From uh, the University of Iowa women's basketball team, her uh, assistant coach, Delisa Bluter. She's going to be all with us live. The Hawks are in the Big Ten tournament this week. I believe they're the five seed, and we'll talk to her about that and the great season that they've had, Megan Gustafson. Uh, Big Ten Player of the Year as well. All that coming up right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700.
1: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy
5: B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker,
6: 1700
5: KBGG. Hey, honey, going to the chicken coop to watch the game. Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh, the basketball soccer hockey game uh, race.
2: Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we?
5: Yeah, yeah, always. You know me. You're really just going for the wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, the chicken coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame roiled wings in beer at your favorite sports bar. The Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill, West Des Moines and Tail sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medications and testing supplies. Attention farmers, ag retailers and co-ops. Learn how you can become an owner of a Garner Iowa nitrogen plant. This program is tailor-made for farmers, agricultural retailers and individuals who want to benefit from a local nitrogen plant. Visit them at the Hawkeye Farm Show at the Unidome in Cedar Falls, February twenty. 7th through March 1st. And visit the website for additional meeting locations the week of March 11th at GreenfieldNitrogen.com. Again, that's GreenfieldNitrogen.com. Hello, basketball fans. This is Bruce Gerlman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. I opened the original Jethro's
7: 10 years ago near Drake University. There are now seven Jethro locations around the metro to serve you. Tournament time is barbecue time. Jethro's has been voted the best barbecue, best wings, and the best ribs in the city. Come to Jethro's and take the world-famous Adam Emmenecker Challenge. Stop in and see me. I am Bruce Gerlman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. Order online at jethro'sbbq.com. When you join the Fuel Rewards Program at Shell and get instant gold status, you'll save on every fill every day. But you'll feel like you just woke up to the news that your birthday was declared a national holiday. That's what it feels like to have gold status with the Fuel Rewards Program at Shell. With gold status, you'll save five cents with every gallon from the first fill. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving today. Restrictions apply, active gold status required, introductory offer valid for six months after activation. Limit 20 gallons at participating shell stations. See fuerewards.com gold for full details.
2: The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, the rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com.
8: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR.
1: Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessy family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff and atmosphere, fitting on any occasion a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a 100, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale.
0: Hello, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., Trent Condon along the way. Talking the Hawks. You know, we're only down to we're down to the last couple of weeks in this thing, aren't we?
1: Yeah, you know. You and know you, how it goes. We, we do. We kind of just play it out till the winter sports season's over. We're sort of like the Cincinnati Reds in August and September playing baseball. You're never sure when we're quite finished? Yeah, but you know October's coming. Right. <laughs> it's
0: rolling around the corner. All right. Hey, let's get to it real quick uh, um, because we have a special guest on the line. We appreciate uh, Jan Jensen. Uh, assistant basketball coach university of iowa women 's
1: team uh, joining us now, what are the top fifty recognized <laughs> top fifty
9: Iowa high school basketball players
1: of all time?
9: I think that's one of the most controversial lists out there. I tell you what I think all of us on that are pretty lucky because I for one believe there's a heck of a lot more than than uh, fifty that could be condensed into that list so I, uh, I, I take that list with um, a lot of humility, I
1: can tell you that. <laughs> well, it was well-deserved, Jan, well-deserved.
0: Well, Coach, uh, um, you guys finished up the season successfully, the regular season successfully. Seven straight wins to end the year. You haven't lost since January. Knock on wood somewhere around That's here. Right. That's right. You talk right. Like I don't coach. know. 23-6, 11-5, you guys end up tied for third in the Big Ten. You get the fifth seed, which is is it's unfortunate you have to play an extra day, but then again, you're going to get yourselves a, a, a game against a couple of teams that you've beaten very recently in either Wisconsin or Northwestern, and then uh, get another shot at Minnesota, who you split with on the regular season. So you've got to be pleased with your situation going into the Big Ten mm-hmm. tournament. It's a good spot to be uh, to, uh, a, an easier game to start with, and then um, a, a nice road if you want to try to win the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm.
9: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, we would have loved the double bye, but when you don't have it, I think, you know, you have to make the most of it. And I think what you say is, is really accurate. I think if you can get by that first game, no matter if you're a double bye team or you're in the early brackets, it's getting that first one. I mean, there's nerves, you're tight, um, especially I think sometimes when you're playing a team when uh, you're expected to win, everybody thinks it should be an easy win. I've always felt if you can get by the first one, then you're in a really good position to, you know, make a little bit of noise all the way way through. But I tell you what, guys, we could not be uh, more more proud of our kids. Um, you know, we lost our, our stellar point guard right before the Big Ten season started, and then a local Iowa from Mason City, Mackenzie Meyer, she broke her hand, so we without our starting point guard and off guard to start the Big Ten season. And uh, we had a couple hiccups in there, but boy, this group has been so resilient. And um, for them to go on that run like they did in in February was, you know, really, really cool. And, you know, I've coached a lot of years, but I'd say that this particular team, regardless of what happens in Indianapolis or what may happen in the NCAA tournament, um, they've been as as, um, enjoyable to coach as any. And and, uh, that that, that makes your, your job a heck of a lot more fun, especially when, We were pretty down, quite honestly, when when we lost our our point guard, for for sure. So we're pumped, we're excited, and we're we're ready to, to start dancing in March.
0: Yeah, you guys were at four and five in the Big Ten um, as you mm-hmm. as you came in with those injuries coming into the Big Ten season. But um, everybody's kind of figured out what how to to play their role just a little mm-hmm. bit differently, and that's helped them adjust. And certainly um, Megan Gustafson, uh, looking at possible All American status, mm-hmm. she's the Big Ten Player of the Year, and uh, you saw her sort of adjust her game. And you you know, mm-hmm. uh, granted, she scores at will it almost seems at mm-hmm. times that she scored more points as the Big Ten season came in, as she said, because she saw suddenly you, had, you were down a couple of scores and she got better mm-hmm. and the team adjusted and suddenly here you guys are uh, in this position.
9: Yeah, I think, you know, Megan has been our equalizer this, this whole season. And, um, you know, when you have someone that is as efficient as she is, um, you know, you're, you're starting the game in a really good spot. And uh, that's just really, I think, a tribute to how good she is. And I think um, people around the country, I think sometimes they don't realize that, you know, she played five weeks of this season without arguably our two best passers and two of our best scorers. So she was getting a lot of doubles and sometimes triples, and she was still able to put up those those numbers. Now what we're hoping as a staff is, you know, we're going to get hot from the perimeter at the right time. And um, what teams are doing you know, they're, they're sagging off the corner, trying to, you know, dissuade the pass going in. Uh, they're dropping from the weak side. Um, there's a couple of kids on our team that they don't have a very good shooting percentage right now for the three ball. But if, you, if you're at our practices, you know it's just a matter of time. And um, if we could start to get hot at the right time, boy, that's going to make Megan's job even just a little bit easier in, in March. And um, it's going to make it really difficult to do the shenanigans of... Sagan off and double-teaming, and so I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I thought we had a great practice yesterday that we gave them off today as we, we fly to Indy tomorrow, uh, but I, I just liked their bounce yesterday. Their vibe was good. Uh, they were excited. Um, I just, you know, I'm hoping that's going to equate into a pretty confident outing, um, you know, on, on Thursday.
1: Coach, you know, about a week ago, there was an awesome viral video uh, about one of your walk-on players getting, getting mm-hmm. a scholarship, being awarded mm-hmm. that scholarship as the team and the coaching staff was standing around. Talk a little bit about, about that young lady and, and how that sort of came about.
9: Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know, one of the coolest parts of our jobs, right? You know, you get to be a part of a kid's dream. And, and that, that includes when you get to offer a full ride, you know, when they're in high school. But this kid really, I don't know if people really actually know the actual background. Uh, Two years ago, we were involved with one of the top three players in the nation who was from Indianapolis, and it came down between, ironically, us and South Carolina. And uh, she chose South Carolina, and they won the national title, you know, a couple years ago. (laughs) So we were in good company. But anyway... When she visited it, she came a couple times, but her last time, her AAU team came along with her. This kid was really, you know, well-loved, and so the whole team came with her. Well, Zion Sanders, the young woman that just got awarded the scholarship for this year, she was part of that group, and um, she was, you know, a role player on the AAU team. She was a nice player in her high school in, in Evansville. Fell in love with the University of Iowa, just loved it and um, told her parents, she said, you know, I want to go to Iowa, and they said, well, that's going to be a little bit tough with the out-of-state tuition. She's like, you know what, I want to go into medicine. It's a great pre-med, and, um, you know, I'll try to walk on, or maybe I'll try out for the rowing team, so I got a couple calls from her in the summer, and she, you know, expressed that, and I was unsure if we were going to even have a walk-on spot, and so we were kind of looking at things. Well, then there was a little attrition, and then one of our players got a concussion, couldn't play anymore. So I said, absolutely, um, you know, come on. And uh, she has, she's just been a joy. I'm telling you, she's um, just been, you know, that hardworking role player, do whatever it takes. And um, it was really fun to uh, reward her with a with a scholarship. But it, it was just an, a neat story because, obviously, the kids, you know, they're American. Um, she was here, but then another kid fell in love with us, and boy, you know, we have sure relied on her in practices for sure this year. So that was a cool moment, and uh, I was, you know, really, really happy that, um, you know, we, we were able to do that for her.
0: Jan Jensen, the assistant basketball coach to the University of Iowa uh, women's team, joining us here on the program. Um, coach, so so you will get through this week. Either way, I think it uh, feel pretty good that you guys are a lock for the NCAA tournament this year, uh, not sitting on that bubble. I'm thinking this is nine... Do I have this right? It's nine out of ten years that it, that will be for you mm-hmm. guys. And, and then as you look forward mm-hmm. to that, um, how much... How much are you guys worried about a seed that you're gonna get? Um, you guys have been locked into that seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine line so many times that it, it, it actually becomes a little disheartening as a fan, yeah. you know. But how are you guys worry does. about that?
9: Well, you know, if we if we wouldn't have lost, you know, our starting point now and kinda of had those emotions in the you know, in the middle of the season and had some you know, just some adversity, I think I'd have been a, be a little bit more irritated now. Um, but it, it's just um one year, and, you know, I've been coaching them over 20-some 20 years, or 25, and been with Lisa uh, for 20, 25. And I told Lisa a couple weeks ago, I said, you know, I, I know we've been through a lot. I said, but I think this is one of your best jobs you, you've done. And I know that's a we, but I'm telling you, at every turn, I just felt like Lisa was pushing the right button to keep these kids believing. Because we really don't have a lot of depth. We're, we're really probably about seven deep. And um, they just never lost their belief. They never lost their, uh, their spirit. They worked so hard. And um, so, you know, I'll be disappointed. You know, obviously, if we stub our toe in the first round, that's going to, you know, really probably look more and more like an 8-9. Um, but I, I think sometimes you've got to step back and you've got to know, okay, this particular year, boy, we've done a lot of special things. And, you know, to be able to get to that NCAA tournament, uh, you know, I I hope we're not going to be be complaining if, if it is a really tough seat. Um, but hopefully, you know, we can control that too. If we can go have a nice run in Indy, um, then you know, if we do our job, maybe a really good job, then. Maybe I'll feel differently if they send us, you know, to UConn to play them in the second round. You know, then I might be a little more salty. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, it's all you know, unicorns and butterflies. That's
1: right. Well, we're hoping for that six seed or something like that. Me so, too,
9: boys. Man, no
1: kidding. Just, just so you don't have, you know, looking at Connecticut or Notre Dame or, or uh, you know, South Carolina any of those SEC teams down there. It's just, it just seems like every single year. You have that first round game, you get by it, and all of a sudden, oh, hi, here's a national champ, you know yeah, I mean it's just... it is
9: it is it is disheartening. and I think some you know every year has a little different story. you know sometimes if you have a young team and sneak in there, you can handle it better. but when you're experienced and you you have that dose of medicine, it's it's a little it can get frustrating. and then, as a coach, you know you've got to continue to teach and and set the example for your you know for your your kids. But you know just right now, you know, Sitting at the record we are and the RPI that, that we have, you know, I'm, I'm thankful we're not going, um, you know, to have to win that first one to get into the tournament. Um, as you said, we're, you know, we're real confident that we're we're in. Um, so th- this year, you know, it's just been a joy, and um, to think that we've been able to do this when it looked pretty bleak, um, you know, right before the season, uh, not the Big Ten started when we lost our our stellar guard. And there's a lot of excitement. You know, boy, if she gets healthy and comes back, and we have Megan Gustafson, you know, she's got one more year. So if we can, you know, continue to enjoy all that is yet to come in this year, boy, is there a lot of excitement, you know, for everything to come. So we're going to try to remain positive regardless of what that NCAA um, seed is. And, you know, like I said, if we can do our job in Indy, we can maybe, maybe help our cause.
0: Well, Coach. Hey, uh, we really appreciate you joining us on the program today. Best of luck, uh, not only in Indianapolis but somewhere in the NCAA tournament. And I do think with with a 17 RPI right now, I think you're I think you're going to get off the eight nine line. We're going to knock on wood for that as well. Thanks, Coach. We'll talk to you right. later.
9: Hey, thanks so much, guys. We appreciate you ha- having us on. And Coach, Coach Mutter is at her daughter's dress rehearsal. She's going to miss that. Uh, her daughter's going to play, and she really loves to get on on with you, but I'm I'm glad you took me as the D H. Oh, it's uh, a-
1: always good to have you, coach. No worries. All man. right.
9: Oh, we'll see you guys. Take care. I right, appreciate
1: Go it.
0: On. Jan Jensen, the assistant basketball coach, uh, with as she said with Lisa Bluter for twenty five years. We were trying she to speculate six
1: hundred points in high school. Yeah, she's in like being 1800 a little she's being Drake modest. I think she, she may be the all time leading scorer at Drake University. We'd have to look that up. Maybe something like it's that. Close. Well,
0: anyway, um, they do have a 17 RPI. I did study the bracketology real quick because, oh. and some, and the dude at ESPN has them as an eight.
1: I know you were you were you even tweeted it I tweeted that it. I tweeted I like, it you now,
0: uh, collegerpi.com dot has them a five. Okay. So um, well, at least at least are
1: yeah. into, into the Sweet Sixteen before you run right, into
0: right exactly. If they got an eighty, now, let's see one thirty. On Thursday, they've got Wisconsin or Northwestern. They just beat both of them. They've swept both of the uh, both of them. Those are not very good teams. Then they go. We'll see what they do against. I don't Minnesota. know who talks
1: more, Coach Jensen or you.
0: Hey, listen, Charlie
2: Cream has them up to a six seed on ESPN.com. Okay, right
0: so he had them as an updated. eight on Monday. So well, that's an he hadn't updated
2: his bracket okay. yet. Very now right. it is Charlie updated, Cream, and they are a six seed, a six seed. with there, uh, the three seed it. Missouri down in Columbia. Easy drive. Hawkeye down in offense. Columbia,
0: yeah. with the three C down in Columbia. Nice. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll catch Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com when we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle.
5: Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa.
1: Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us,
3: say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 111 Three, three. Advantage Financial and Tax Services.
2: Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No, know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358.
5: Tonight's forecast, nice and mild early out there tonight, but cloudy and cooler later on, low near 38. Mostly cloudy, cooler, and mainly dry Wednesday until late in the day. There's a slight chance of showers, then a high of 48. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards.
4: Want to add personality to a room? Go with Tile. Want to add your personality? Go with Tile from The Home Depot. With mosaics starting at under $5 a square foot, Plus, thousands of the latest tile trends, colors, and textures, carefully curated, in-store and online. We've done our homework, and yours, with thousands of the latest tile options all in one place. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing.
5: Attention farmers, ag retailers, and co-ops. Learn how you can become an owner of a Garner, Iowa nitrogen plant. This program is tailor-made for farmers, agricultural retailers, and individuals who want to benefit from a local nitrogen plant. Visit them at the Hawkeye Farm Show at the Unidome in Cedar Falls, February 27th through March 1st. And visit the website for additional meeting locations the week of March 11th at GreenfieldNitrogen.com Again, that's GreenfieldNitrogen.com Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches and more. Two Location, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant.
8: At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one day get it done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
2: or online, washersystems.com
1: If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, Consider a collaborative divorce As opposed to a traditional divorce This is a lower cost alternative Based upon the principles of mutual respect Cooperation, transparency, and dignity Most importantly, both spouses Make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom It is typically a win-win for both spouses And the kids Please contact Attorney David Kozlowski For more information he can tell you If the collaborative divorce is right for you David has 24 years of experience And practices exclusively in family law He's located at 37th 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150 and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney, David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Fred Ridge, Dave Crane Jr. with you. Don't forget to thank our wonderful sponsors, Christopher's Fine Dining in Beaverdale. Uh, also, our friend at Kozlowski Law, Big Kaz. Templeton Rye, which we'll have the Templeton Rye last call. Coming up. Is that it? <laughs> Tom Kaker Very from good. Hawkeye Report. He pays, My, he
0: pays hey. his bill every month. He pays his bill every week by coming on here and putting up with us. Uh, so we, we do appreciate he, he, he's it. He's he uh,
1: there as well. All, he does that for 200 bucks a year. That's what you and I pay. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's
6: right. And, and I, ha- I haven't had to use Kozlowski law either, so that's I'm still married. Good.
1: That's and also that, good. Please yes. don't.
0: Yeah, you don't. You, not, not that he's not a fabulous guy, but you really don't want to. Uh, that's the way that's going to work. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it could be. Hey, um, thanks for jumping on again, Tom. Um, all right. Well, so we, we've spent... Actually, we just spent, just so you know, the last 15 minutes talking to Jan Jensen about women's basketball, so that's been good. We spent the first 15 minutes talking about men's basketball. Um, Real quickly, though, uh, the the most interesting thing on your website the last couple of days kind of came off of your podcast the other night with, uh, with Rick Brown a little discussion of, uh, of players possibly leaving this basketball team next year, um, and it, it sure seems like you've heard a, a few things, or at least a few rumors, that, uh, that there could be a, a, more than two and less than four that are uh, headed out the door, including uh, possibly, it looks like maybe Tyler Cook might be one of those guys.
6: Well, we'll see what happens. But I, a couple weeks ago, I played... Um, Matt Randazzo and I like to play over-under every once in a while. And uh, so, I, you know, he goes over-under, number of transfers, two-and-a-half. And And I took the over, and then he said over-under, three-and-a-half. And And I said under. So he said, so three. And I said, yeah, probably three would be my guess. So, um, but, you know, it's like the the stance I've always taken on this, especially when you have a rough year, as I always had, is, you're going to hear a lot of rumors about a lot of different guys that have uh, are thinking about leaving or have said something to somebody that they're leaving. And I jokingly said that the only people that I bet we won't hear a rumor about are probably Connor McCaffrey because his dad's safe. the head coach. Yes. Safe one. And I also really highly doubt that we'll see anything about Nicholas Baer. I just don't think <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I, I don't think we'll see Nicholas Baer on the list. Everybody else, I bet we hear a rumor. Well,
1: fair game. I'm going to tell you, Tom. After what Jordan Bohannon did yeah. the other night, I Agreed. think you can scratch his name off the the likely to transfer list. I
6: know, but I, I've heard rumors about him.
1: Now, where's he going to last know?
6: few months? I, I'm not saying he's leaving. I'm so. Right. Let's make that clear. I just it's just people have said, boy, I heard maybe Bohannon might leave, and I'm like, well, okay, you know, yeah. You hear a lot of things you know, I it, mean unless you're playing here's the here's the thing with bars. here's the thing with here's the thing with cook, and it's not just that you hear him around Iowa City um my friend Gabe DiArmond, who covers Missouri for rivals great reporter, does a terrific job down there is as dialed in as anybody, and he texts me and says, "Hey, hearing a lot about Tyler Cook down here, so you know you just you kind of put two and two together." Um, that it's just it's not that people in Iowa are saying, Oh well, he's leaving. It's it, it's just kind of chatter down in Missouri that that um that's happening as well. So
1: we'll, in we'll see.
6: Quadruple. I'm gonna I am i will tell you, I'll tell you what, they'll there'll be will be uh at least one reporter in the locker room after the game, uh, tomorrow or Thursday whenever the season ends, and I'll go and I'll ask all of them. Okay. What's your plans? What are you doing? And we'll find out. And they'll probably all say, "Well, season just got over. You know, we'll sit down with the coaches, figure things out." And that may be the response we get. But it's going to be the question that will be asked by. Uh, I guess there's only three of us: there's Chad Lightcoco, myself, and Mike Kalas. Or maybe the only people here covering Iowa. That
1: says a little something, doesn't it? Well, you Emmer know, it
6: didn't make yeah. it. Did yeah. You get
1: stuck in Indianapolis at the NCAA. Who? Mark Emmert.
6: Uh, no, it, I think the the register only sending one guy to everything. So uh, Chad uh, Chad gets New York City. Mark got Rutgers, I think. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. We Travel restrictions. You know, it's um, it's interesting. The road in New York City is not necessarily paved with speed bumps. I mean, if you're going to draw a path for a team that finished what 12th in in the league, or you know, and has to play, you got Illinois you got a Michigan team that is beatable if they don't shoot well. And then you got a Nebraska team, which, frankly, I don't understand why they're so hard on the bubble. To me, they should be in the big dance right now. But a Nebraska team that's in a place that they're not accustomed to. Those three games are all winnable on paper, except for this fact. Guard the three. Iowa has been behind by more than eighteen points on every single Big Ten road game. How do you? Can you even imagine that?
6: It's it's a stat that you hope never gets duplicated again. But yeah, they've just been um, they've like, been horrific. Uh, and I would argue that Illinois is probably the worst team that they could have played out of the, the teams listed, simply because or, or that were potentially on the table in the last week. Simply because um, they're the one team that Iowa has beaten that hasn't gotten back at them yet, and Illinois has got a first-year coach, and they're playing for something. They're playing with a lot more energy. Um, you know, I've watched them play last week. I watched them play a little bit on Sunday before I headed over to the game, and and they were they pounded Rutgers pretty good. They've been they just stayed here. They didn't go back to Champaign, so they've uh, you know just kind of been focused on basketball. I I just I got a bad feeling about Iowa tomorrow. Yeah, Dude, I really do. Does it
1: have anything to do with the fact they're two and eleven in their last what? thirteen Big Ten <laughs> games? Big Ten <laughs> tournament games. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, well, yeah, they're uh, you know, and Fran's two and seven and hasn't won since two thousand thirteen. You know, they they just they have not performed well on this stage. Frankly, it, I would have rather seen them lose on Sunday and then play minnesota who i think is beatable and then you'd get indiana who i think is also beatable yeah but, uh,
0: sitting sitting there the other night it was hard to think that you want them to lose on senior night but i saw that path too and thought well, that might be a, a better path illinois by the way i think there's something like 15th in the country in in steals they average i mean they play uh, much tighter swiping defense than you want them to do Iowa, of course then you, you know want to, them to do well then you think here's the thing they are
6: yeah, team. yeah here's the thing here's the thing Illinois does not have they don't have any size and they've got Finky back which helps them he had 19 and six the other day against Rutgers but um, other than that I mean they're starting a six six kind of wing at Kipper Nichols at the four LeBron blacks probably legitimately six six more than six seven or six eight or whatever he's listed at and I always just got size all over the place I, I think they're starting a six 6- Orchid uh, Allstork at uh, at the three, and you expect Nungy at 6'11 to be there. Iowa has a huge size advantage. They killed them on the boards last time, and they're just going to have to dominate in that area and, and try to cause some foul trouble uh, for Illinois if they're going to win the game.
1: I think, didn't Iowa rebound him by like
6: 25? It was 43-26, to 26, I think. Okay, so it was, it was something seven, like that. 17. It was pretty decisive. It's pretty, that's decided. That's a decided advantage. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: That's for sure. And and as Brett says, if Iowa can perhaps identify one player who has never made a three pointer, who will in have the history of his <laughs> entire college career, but he'll go off. How for about eight of how,
6: how about the how about the well? Last time they played uh, Illinois, Trent Frazier had seven threes, including that three to tie it at the end of regulation. And, that, and there's, somebody that be, there's somebody in and, every and, game. There's somebody in every game. In the and they're nondescript guys more more or less. I mean right. Robert Johnson is not a a what you would say a three point marksman and he I mean the last two home games he he given up nine many. threes. Arena record. Yeah. You could leave him out there yeah. alone and he wouldn't make nine of twelve. No, just
1: stand, let him stand there. He won't no. make nine the rest of his college no. career.
6: The kid for Northwestern
0: it, had eight the other night. I, 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 I know there's there was a kid that went for seven again, uh, for Penn State when they were in. I know Michigan had somebody who went for six, and Ohio State had somebody who went for seven. I mean, it's just amazing. Somebody gets hot, and, and they Iowa's a tough time I think we should start playing boxing hey, one. On the Dun,
6: Duncan, Robin, Duncan Robinson is one of the easiest players to guard in all of college basketball. He's a standstill three-point shooter. It's He's got Michigan. some size. Yeah. yeah, And they just left him wide open in that game Yeah, and just let him keep shooting. And... You just cannot do that, and that's been the story of this season is, is they have not uh, done a good job of helping the helper kind of stuff in the middle, and they have not uh, done well against dribble drive regardless of position, and they haven't identified three-point shooters at all, and... Uh, Anybody who wants to convince me that in game 32, that's all all of a sudden going to change, good luck. Well, that's, Try and convince me, but it's not going to change.
0: That's my last point. I was thinking about this today. The one thing I haven't seen a lot out of this team, uh, Tom, uh, just as the year has gone on, and I realize they've been out of the race for a while, but there just hasn't been a lot of improvement. You know, it's I, it's, it's I it's think a, they've similar. improved on
1: offense. You think... I, I think their offense has been better, but I agree with you on defense. It's still been bad. I
0: just, I don't, well, I don't see, I mean, I think they've scored at times this year. They've they've been able, there maybe were a couple of droughts in there, but I, I, that's the one thing I almost feel like, and, and if, uh, and however you want to read this in about Fran and the coaching staff right now, but I, I, I when people talk about losing a team, this team has not, I, I don't think he's lost some of the younger guys, when you say younger guys, I guess just a freshman, everybody's young on this team, but, but it seems like they haven't improved and that only comes to me either because you hit the wall as a young, as a young player or because you literally at some point in time sort of threw in the towel and I'm not going to give Jordan Bohannon or Luca Garza that label, but some of the other guys, I just kind of wonder, you know, they start dragging their heads and this is the first time I've really seen that uh, out of a Fran McCaffrey team, I think.
6: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think they've just, Um, and I don't want to say they're going through the motions or anything like that, but I think we'll know fairly quickly. Um, maybe not the first media timeout, but by the middle of the first half, if I was ready to hang with, with these guys and, and, and do something, or if they're just kind of, you know. Ready to play this out and right, move
1: right, on.
0: Right, Are they, they made ready their to go trip home? to New
1: York City? They're going to stop in tomorrow and head home. Well, uh,
0: <laughs> you wonder what. Hey, friend. His friend promised him any time there. You know. So, all right, Tommy. Hey, we'll let you go. Uh, we'll check Safe in with travels. you next week. Safe travels. And uh, we may be wrapping up next week. Oh, well, we'll see. You think we got another one after yeah, that? Maybe. We might. All right. Hey, thanks, Tom. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. Do I do I hang up?
1: Yeah, you need to do something there. Just hit the hold button. There it went. Okay, it's a telephone. How do I have so much trouble? I don't know, but you are an ignoramus when it comes to that.
0: So Trent's off to greener pastures to call a basketball game. By the way, the uh, Hawkeye baseball team uh, uh, goes three and one this or two and one this weekend down in uh, New Orleans. Virginia Tech two to one in ten innings. They win. They lost to Ball State six, uh, 14 to six, and beat New Orleans eight to two. Currently playing against Cornell College. As they open up on what is the luckiest day of the year for the Hawkeye baseball team, couldn't have gotten any better. 64 degrees at game time, and I believe uh, looks like the score is nine to one. Hawks lead it in the middle of the sixth inning, looking like they may go to six and one on the young season. That's a pretty good start for them. Um, Kyle Kroll had a couple home runs this uh, week, this weekend, and of course Robert Newstrom, who uh, was projected to be one of the better players in the Big Ten. And you said going around five hundred. Well, it says Dryer struck out. So just said Dryer struck I gotta out. Got to be the kid from Johnson High School. Yeah, I
1: think so. Didn't we play on,
0: against him. We played
1: against him, right? Played against, against him. Against he him. played on the Stingers and uh, was his dad played in the majors and the Rangers it was Matthew's t-ball coach when they were five. Is that right? Yeah, this is where we are, isn't it? Small, small, small world. It's a small world. Small world. Yeah, it's a small world. After no, no, big don't ten, sing that. Big
0: Ten wrestling coming up this weekend. The Hawks. Uh, over in East Lansing, uh, only one number one seed for the Hawkeyes this week. Uh, Kemmerer is number one in his weight class. Spencer Lee, number two. Uh, and everybody else is kind of in that middle. There's nobody for the Hawks uh, in the top, in the seeds at 133 or one or the next weight up, 141. But other than that, seeded wrestlers across the board so you, for the Hawks. So you
1: need to hope that the Hawks are able to get seven internationals uh, with the hope that you can get three to Saturday night. That's the way to look
0: at it. Yep. You know, there's going to have to be some upsets in there. I, 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 uh, you know, Ironically enough, the Big Tens are as difficult as the national could, tournament, pretty much, right? You, I mean, with Penn State al- and Ohio State there. You could State almost there. make
1: a case that's harder because you don't have any weak elements, if you will, of qualifiers who... Who, who you might just be able to... Right, right. Because um, virtually everyone who qualifies from a Big Ten school into the nationals is seated in that top 12. Yeah. Templeton, right, last call. What do you got? I actually got the Hawks winning two games, and I don't know why. In the men's B- Big Ten basketball tournament, I think they I think they beat Illinois like ninety-one to ninety or ninety-one eighty-seven, and somehow I think they beat Michigan in another shootout, and then they run out of gas against Nebraska. Second half against against Nebraska. Second half against Nebraska.
0: I I w- would love to see it. Oh, it would be a nice way to, to you got here. him here. <laughs> I got him losing tomorrow. Um, this this streak continues in the Big Ten tournament. These guys are ready to be done. They were done They were done Sunday night at halftime. They were ready to be done. And um, they played that second half. They they stayed ahead and won it, but they were ready to be done. I think Luter Squad gets to the uh, semifinals, loses to Ohio State, and uh, they'll head into the NCAA tournament with a nice 5 or 6 seed. That will.
1: would be wonderful.
0: Thanks to Jan Jensen, the assistant basketball coach at the University of Iowa. Of course, Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. For Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here
5: on the Hawkeye Hub. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say,
1: Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say,
3: Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines.
2: 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com
7: Hello basketball fans, this is Bruce Gerlman and I own Jethro's Barbecue. I opened the original Jethro's 10 years ago near Drake University. There are now 7 Jethro locations around the metro to serve you. Tournament time is barbecue time. Jethro's has been voted the best barbecue, best wings, and the best ribs in the city. Come to Jethro's and take the world famous Adam Emaneker Challenge. Stop in and see me. I am Bruce Gerlman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. Order online at Jethro's BBQ com.
1: Sponsored by KIDA. How old are your smoke alarms? Replace today with KIDA's worry-free alarms. Get 10 years of power and no low battery chirps. KIDA, technology that saves lives.
3: Sandler Training has finally come to Des Moines and Central Iowa. Hello everybody, this is Carl Schapworth's owner of Sandler Training, and if your business relies on sales performance to drive success, then I urge you to contact Sandler Training today. I personally use Sandler in my business and it has taken it to high performance and the same thing can happen to you. So check us out on the web keywords sandler training iowa again that's keyword sandler training iowa sandler training if you're looking for old-fashioned sales training don't call us
5: attention farmers ag retailers and co-ops learn how you can become an owner of a garner iowa nitrogen plant this program is tailor-made for farmers agricultural retailers and individuals who want to benefit from a local nitrogen plant visit them at the hawkeye farm show at the unidome in cedar falls february 27th through march 1st And visit the website for additional meeting locations the week of March 11th at greenfieldnitrogen.com. Again, that's greenfieldnitrogen.com.
4: Want to add personality to a room? Go with tile. Want to add your personality? Go with tile from the Home Depot. With mosaics starting at under $5 a square foot, plus thousands of the latest tile trends, colors, and textures, carefully curated, in store and online. We've done our homework and yours with thousands of the latest tile options all in one place. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing.
2: Hey, honey. Look at what I found on Pinterest. This is exactly what I want you to do.
7: Hi, I'm Jeff Kelling, owner of Renovate It Solutions. Do-it-yourself projects are fantastic until you can't do it yourself. Good news is, no matter what kind of pins your better half has been sharing with you, we can do it all. From roofs, siding, windows, to new kitchens, baths, man caves, and even complete additions. This year, don't just pin it, produce it with Renovate It Solutions. At Renovate It Solutions, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary by offering $500 off your project. So when the pins come in, don't do the Google Gamble and hope you're hiring someone reputable. Instead, call Renovate It. I'm Jeff, the owner, and you can always get a hold of me. Call 515-954-6372. That's 515-954-6372 for Renovate It's Solution. Or find us online at RenovateItHomes.com.